You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Rico must be feeling better. If you're not on the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, get over there. Rico, are you feeling better? Like, I feel fine in between my lunch breaks. Okay. <laughs> so we're still sticking with the lunch breaks. Yeah, we're break. just going to call them lunch breaks. Lunch I feel breaks. fine in between my lunch breaks. But during my lunch breaks, I want to curl up into a little ball and die. I wonder if Mark is aware of how many lunch breaks you're, you're taking on today. Uh, look, I'm getting my stuff done. Look, I'm getting my I'm getting my jobs done. I'm getting my work done. So, you know, can't be mad at my lunch breaks. I suppose so. All right, let's talk about the schedule. 402-464-5685. Nebraska releases their schedule. I can uh, say it off the top of my head here. I can uh, search it. Either way. A um, couple changes here and there. Yeah, there's been a couple, um, which we'll dive into. But here's the overall schedule if you haven't seen it. So, obviously, they play... Uh, Northwestern on August 27th in Ireland. Come home. It's North Texas. North Texas or North Dakota? North Dakota. North Dakota. Um, then it's Georgia Southern and their new coach, Clay Helton. On the, or home against Oklahoma. Home against Indiana. On the road at Rutgers. On the road at Purdue. At home against Illinois. At home against Minnesota. On the road at Michigan. Uh, at home against Wisconsin. And on the road in Iowa City. Against the Yo, guys, that four-game stretch for the run defense is going to be rough. Well, so that's that's one thing I want to talk about. So, but first, and here's why I kind of talked about how the the thoughts process that was kind of going through my mind at the beginning of 2021. Mm-hmm. It makes this off season feel even longer because you can't look at the schedule, and I'm sure we'll have this conversation eventually. So. I'm sure it's it's coming, but you cannot look at the schedule and chalk up a win. You can't chalk up a for sure win like last year. I could chalk up three. All right, let's uh, let's the, hear literally the first three. Northwestern, you're you're chalking up Northwestern yes, as I a am. for sure win. Yes, I am. See, I, I'm not in the boat quite yet because Northwestern's one of those teams, and and Pat Fitzgerald's one of those team, one of those coaches. Oh, I know. I've like I've said it that Northwestern doesn't. It it seems as if they don't have back to back garbage years, but I think or good years. I think with <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, let's be real. Uh, I I think with the changes that were made and the way that Nebraska played them last year, even if they up their defense, which or up their up their defensive intensity because that's really what you're looking at. Their offense is going to be Northwestern offense. It's not going to be great. Mm-hmm. It'll work sometimes, but it's not going to be amazing. Uh, even if they step up their defense, they lost a preseason All American at safety. They're they're losing you know some other pieces here and there from the transfer portal and just guys leaving after graduating and such. So I, I mean, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see Hunter Johnson in the portal? Hunter Johnson, you the, mean the former five star? The former five star is heading to his third school. Wow! After transferring, so okay. Either way, so that's the, literally that Northwestern, and then the two non-con games. Mm-hmm. I can, I will, I will chalk those up as W's. The rest of the schedule, I don't know. Well, and here's the thing: Oklahoma is really interesting. And text line, I'm going to ask you to keep me and Rico honest. Yeah, the whole entire. Off season because we can't call me be out drinking if I, this. Yeah, call call us out. But no, here there were a couple things that were of note when I was looking at the schedule and reading reactions and thinking about stuff. The Oklahoma game is very interesting. 
because new coach, there's a lot of storylines. New coach, new quarterback. Right? New they they lost 14 starters throughout their two sides. So there are a lot of um, missing pieces from this last year Oklahoma team, mm-hmm. but also it's still that Oklahoma and it's that the right the quote unquote rivalry thought is still going to be pretty present in that matchup. Yeah, like you said, new coach, like a new quarterback with Dylan Gabriel, but he's you know been there, done that. He's played in some big games in his career down at UCF. Uh, lost a bunch of starters on both sides of the ball. You lost your two best pass rushers. Um, you lost your best receiver yeah i went to oklahoma or excuse me went to arkansas yeah you lost your best you lost your best receiver a couple other receivers uh transferred or are going pro like you're you've got a lot of guys in the transfer portal or a lot of guys that have decided to go pro and i know it's oklahoma and i know they just you know restock or whatever but this the cupboard that they had was for a Lincoln Riley offense, and I don't know what a Brent Ven- Brent Venables offense is going to look like. Well, and and how Dylan Gabriel performs yeah. at a higher level. And you would think Brent Venables, defensive coach, defensive coordinator at Clemson, highest paid uh, assistant in the country for for multiple years. Um, you would think Oklahoma's defense is going to be good, or at least improved over what it was this season. But then you you have to take into consideration the type of athletes that he has now on this roster compared to the type of athletes that he had on Clemson's defense. Well, and what's interesting when we're talking about the changes that Oklahoma made, like you said, Venables is more of a is a defensive guy, right? But then he hires an offensive coordinator and Jeff Levy from Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how those things mesh together. All right, couple of notable things. Let's go through them. Something that is in Nebraska's favor. Is that they are at home? They don't not have to travel. They do not have to travel for forty plus days following Ireland. They are here for forty. I think it was the number was forty one when we counted forty one straight days after they get back from Ireland. That sounds nice because they get North Dakota, Georgia Southern, Oklahoma a bye week, then Indiana, all at home before they travel to Piscataway. And they, they, want, they go a, on a two-game. They also have a bye week after week zero, right? Nope, so it's it's Northwestern, then North Dakota. Oh, so they don't, they're so not they doing switched, the... they switched up byes. Got it. Because so, normally you think that teams go week zero, they don't play week one, and then they start you know week two. But, okay, no, that makes sense. Since yeah. they switched up the byes, they got two later so on. So that, that's encouraging for Nebraska because, think about it, they get to they don't have to worry about traveling. They don't have to worry about altering plans. That's five, That's four... If you want to count after the bye week, mm-hmm. that's four straight weeks or four weeks out of the five that they it's an easier schedule, right? With Georgia Southern, North Dakota, and Indiana. If Indiana continues to have their downfall, well, so they that don't have Penix, don't have Penix, but they have the Missouri guy. Um, oh yeah, who who went there, Bayslock or whatever. However, if that's how you pronounce it, so they have that's their quarterback this year. Um, so we'll see what happens. So that's something that you can point to and say, all right, Nebraska goes to Ireland August 27th, or they play on August 27th, then they won't hit the road until they play in Piscataway on October 8th. That is a great way to get all of the, the newer guys that you're bringing in in the transfer portal or the freshmen that, that might have to play or some of the guys that have been on the roster but haven't played uh, quite yet. Uh, some more experience well, with not a hostile crowd, but a, a very loud crowd and a very engaged crowd, and, and you're getting them some game time against some lower level uh, opponents at least the first two of the first three weeks 
Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Well, I think that's very interesting because there's going to be a lot of discussion around this fan base and whether or not they are attending games, right? And you know the sellout's going to stay alive. Will it? Are we going to talk about that already? No, no. But it's it's definitely going to be a topic of discussion in terms of how much the fans are interested in going to the stadium. So if if Nebraska can get a win in Ireland, then come back and they, let's just say, on the high end, they are 4-0 and going into that October 1st game against Indiana, there's a lot of encouragement. Even if they are 3-0 and heading into that game against Oklahoma, which I don't think you're going to have to worry too much about that one, but there's stuff to be excited about. I say even if they're even if they're two and one going into the Oklahoma game, that place will be sold out. Yeah, good point. So let's go to another thing here. The Wisconsin now comes to Lincoln this year. They were originally slated to go back to Madison. Mm-hmm. Here's a little fun fact for you: for the first ten years, Rico, from 2010 to 2020, that Nebraska was in the Big Ten, they always played Wisconsin and Iowa, back either on the road. No. Or at home, so they either played them both. They always played them both on the road or both at home. Oh, this is the first year, or not first year, first time since 2020, I believe, that they um, are going. Well, they played them separately last year, but they get to play Nebraska or Wisconsin on the road or at home, and Iowa on the, on the road. So it's a little something there. You get them split up a little bit as well um, in, in terms of having to travel and, and things like that. So that could be a plus. They switched it up. Wisconsin now comes to Lincoln this year and they have to go to Iowa. Mm-hmm. So having Wisconsin, we talk about it. If you find yourselves in the middle of a big 10 West division race, like you kind of hope Nebraska can be in year five, that's a big game. Wisconsin at home on November 19th. You would love to have that division locked up before you go to Iowa next week. That's just a that's just a far away stepping away from the microscope and looking bigger picture. That here would be season. that would be beautiful. Or if you really want to want to get into the get into some fun hypotheticals, you make that Iowa game the pseudo Big Ten West Championship. Mm-hmm. That would be. But again, that'd be wild. that means Nebraska has takes to win care it. of business. Has to win with it. the rest of their schedule. Purdue, which, Illinois, as we yeah. said, is not a given. No matter how, no matter how much everybody wants to say, oh, it's an easier schedule. Look, you have Purdue, you have Illinois, you have Indiana as your crossover. You don't have to worry about mm-hmm. Ohio State. Blah blah blah. Well, you haven't done well against the teams in your own, on your own side of the bracket, so I wouldn't really call this an easy schedule. That's what I'm saying. Is like that we can't have this conversation. Well, we will have a conversation about the schedule for months to come, but you can't have that conversation of all right, Nebraska should be blah 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 heading into Michigan. 
because they you can't chalk up games. And maybe we sh- I shouldn't have done it last year, but no, we all it, we all did. It's you, fine. You can't chalk it up. You can't chalk a win against Purdue. You can't you can't just automatically say, oh yeah, Purdue's a for sure win. Illinois is a for sure win. Mm-hmm. Especially this year after after what Nebraska fans went through last year. So then, last but not least, a little nugget here. By we mentioned it before, bye weeks change. So instead of and this is a big one for me personally. Instead of October eighth and October 29th, that's where um, the bye weeks used to be. They are now September twenty fourth and October twenty second. And here's why this is a little bit bigger. Once they're they're a little spread out, a little more spread out than they what they originally were. You get a bye week after Oklahoma before the heart of the conference slate begins mm-hmm. against Indiana, Rutgers, Purdue. Then you have a bye after Purdue. Now, why is that important? Because Nebraska heads into a five-game stretch after that October 22nd bye where they face Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. Like I said, those last four games, if you are a run-stopping or if you like to think of yourself as a run-stopping team, those four teams will put it on you and make you work to stop them because they're they don't they don't care if they're only going to get two yards a rush. They're going to keep running at you and punching you in the mouth, and they're going to break one at some point. That's kind of just how it goes. Because right now I'm looking up the rosters. Blake Corm's still going to be at Wisconsin. He's only or at uh, Michigan. Yeah. He's only a sophomore. Braylon Allen, as we know, is going to be what eighteen? He's going to be eighteen <laughs> years old. No, but like that's the thing is Muhammad Ibrahim is back. Yeah, for real. So let's and let's, I, I'm looking up Iowa's running backs. I don't know who one, they have. once again. We can have the same thought in mind as we did last year with a lot less confidence for me personally. But you say you look at this front half of Nebraska's schedule from August 27th to August or to uh, October 15th, two, four, six, seven games. And you could say, man, it would really be nice for Nebraska to be six and one heading into that final bye week. It would really be nice for Nebraska to be 6-1. and And standing far away and looking at the talent, and this is what's so frustrating for Nebraska fans, is looking at the roster, looking at the talent that Nebraska has, and, and looking at now the coaching additions, you should be able to say, yeah, a win against Northwestern, absolutely. A win against at home against Indiana, absolutely. But here's the brutal reality and brutal truth of it. They haven't done that. And so you have to, it's so hard, and I'm cautioning Husker fans be, from, from getting too high of hopes, and I know I'll be sitting here on August 26th, and we're previewing Northwestern and, and talking to whoever from Northwestern, and we're going to say, oh yeah, we feel really good about Nebraska's chances, and then well knowing that there's a chance they go out and put up three points. Like, that, that's, just the, that's just the reality of Nebraska football, and it's so frustrating but there is a way, once again, same kind of thought in mind as before last season. This front half of the schedule, Nebraska should should find success. And that can carry over into the second half of the schedule, that brutal five-game streak or five-game stretch. Mm-hmm. But now we don't know what we can chalk up to as wins and what we can chalk up as losses. All right, let's take a break. 402-464-5685. Let's get Nick trivia here before we get to your final or your texts. Um, there's quite a few here so we'll uh we'll get to those after the break. Yesterday we did the last ranked team that Nebraska men's basketball beat. 
Let's do it for football. Who was the last ranked team Nebraska football beat at the time? They were ranked at the time Nebraska played. You guys get the gist of it. All right. Yesterday, we did basketball. Today, we do football. 402-464-5685. Win $15 of the Upside Bar and Lounge. Next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.